Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to week 39 of this very, very, very fast year, 2023. Pam is going to let us know all about the last week of September, starting on Monday, September the 25th, and then I will be back with our meditation. I really hope that all of you are very much appreciating these incredible, really, really helpful forecasts that Pam provides for us every week. It really helps me. I can't tell you how much. Every day I have little notes in my book, pay attention to this or that or or this is a good day to do this and that. Like I really live my life by it. So definitely thank you, Pam, for these incredible guides that you provide every week for us. Okay, please let us know about week 39. Yes, well, starting with September 25th, and the times I give are all Eastern time, so please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. And uh, what we have happening, um, it's Monday, Eastern Time on the 25th, is the moon is in the sign of Aquarius. And in general, when the moon is in Aquarius, we are networking, connecting, getting into the whole electronic vibe. It's a verbal communication energy and Usually people who have a lot of air or fire in their horoscope feel very much in their zone. For people who are more earth or water oriented, it can feel kind of electric or as though people are talking fast, moving fast, making assumptions uh, in a kind of way that there's connections happening that one maybe not is feeling in that more sensation, uh, emotive way that is connective. But it it's not that one can't communicate well. It's just that when the moon is in Aquarius, if you're very earth and water ent- uh, oriented, then uh, just allow space for the way you communicate because air people are bop, 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 bop. They move through ideas very quickly, and it, it it's not like one form of intelligence is better than another. It's simply that in the information world, sometimes it seems as though the verbal communication is king. It is not, and that can trip us up, actually, over the course of these couple of days, because 
There can be a lot of information coming through. Some of it can be absolutely juicy and amazing, especially connections that happen in the early morning. We can get a revelation or finally hear from someone we've been uh, working on getting information from. We can come across a lead that had eluded us prior to that. Uh, there can be something very juicy that happens, especially in areas of, uh, well, perhaps real estate, although keep in mind, Jupiter is retrograde for a few months. So it depends on if you're buying or you're selling. Uh, usually when Jupiter is retrograde, it bodes better for people who are buying or looking for a place to rent. Uh, this can change based on other aspects or things going on, but that is kind of where it usually goes. Uh, so leads in the morning can be very good. And also what can happen is we can get so many uh, leads or information that decision-making is difficult, especially as we go onward into the day. It's that's this day is really an example of too much information is not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> so how do we find the quality and zone in on what really has an impact or is going to lead us to the best route? And that's where the second guessing that may happen on this day can create not necessarily confusion, although it may, but it can also take us on tangents or down detours or roads that maybe we did not have to travel. So if a decision can be made in the early morning or having held one that uh, was true over the weekend and stay with that, then we can use this day and tomorrow as good days to implement uh, be open to idea, uh, tangents or avenues that might take us somewhere quicker, uh, but not throw out the original concept, whatever was, this is a great lead, or this is the way I'm going to follow and pursue. The other thing that's really nice about today is that we can have a lot of great conversation, invitation, openings. So if no decision or follow through or I'm going to take this road has been determined by early morning, then there's a lot of um, information that we can sift through and ideally vet. But as I said, you want to hold the clarity for perhaps midweek because when there's a lot coming in, we either are already focused and headed in the direction we're going and things that come in, if they can augment or support uh, are helpful but things that necessarily totally distract the original concept, if the original concept was sound, 
um, can just kind of wear away at what it was we were working on attempting to achieve. So you know what you're doing <laughs> on this particular day. And it it's a, as I said, it can be a day that's very fun or bringing in new thoughts and concepts. It can also be a day where things come in that can uh, deepen an understanding of a certain con uh, conversation or a place you're working on understanding. But what's really important is to if stay with whatever you were clear on achieving as of the early morning, if there was indeed something that that's what needed to happen. And this holds true for Tuesday the 26th as well. Uh, again, these are great days for uh, connecting, networking, that kind of thing. The thing about Tuesday that's different is that we may get that what can be a surprise or an upset or a detour in the early morning. Hey, you thought you were going to do this, but that has to happen. And then the thing about this day that's super important to be aware of is that the moon is void, of course, for most of the day. And what that means, if you don't know what the moon void, of course, means, is that we are not emotionally attached to the outcomes. So it's not great to start things. <clears throat> It's okay to have appointments if you're following through with something, putting things in place. Um, you don't necessarily want to initiate a new relationship unless, of course, you know, sometimes things happen when they happen and we just have to go with that. As I always say, babies get born, um, things begin. And there's only so much control we have over life. And if we get hung up with wanting to uber control every detail, then we miss the serendipity, the happenstance, the leads, or the um, unveiling that can come forth in a more mystical way. So that's what today may bring forth. With the moon void, of course, until 8, 18 p.m. Eastern time. It goes void at 8.38 a.m., so that's over 12 hours. Uh, basically, we are best with staying with projects already in motion. In Aquarius, we're really going to have fun networking, connecting, having conversations, Nothing may actually get off the ground or go anywhere. So if you want to meet with somebody to launch or make a connection about something you're trying to get off the ground, I would change the date unless you've already had conversations about this because it, it just doesn't stick in the same way. This can be a little different based on your birth horoscope, but um, that's the general wisdom of the day. Once the moon enters Pisces at 8.18 uh, p.m., 
then we're in this really nice envelope of a couple of days as we're going towards that full moon, which is very much about coalescing. So if the prior days or weekend or weeks building up was you sifting through or trying to land on something or getting information, these couple of days are really, really good for sinking into what it is you want to do, who you want to do it with. The evening of Tuesday the 26th, really, really great for forging partnerships or, you know, shaking hands, uh, knowing absolutely who you want to call or work with on certain uh, projects or commitments. And this is true Wednesday as well. Uh, Wednesday, the piece that's important to remember, especially as we get into later afternoon, evening, is sometimes if you feel like there's been a disconnect or the conversation hasn't quite been what you thought it would be, it's simply a matter of ironing out those differences. As we do that, we can get super, super clear about what works and what's advantageous in the conversations we have with the people we're working on really getting clear with. It's not always bad to discover a wrinkle in conversation or in what we think is going to happen because uh, then we can figure out how this is actually going to work. And in some cases, it may be, hey, I thought you were going to show up for this, but uh, obviously you're not comfortable with it, or maybe not the best candidate, or it's not going to work out the way we thought. So uh, let's just make a change now before we get too deeply entrenched. On the other hand, it can be someone where you're just really getting clear with uh, that perfect perfect way of being in sync with one another. And that's really super to work through as well. So Thursday the 28th has that moon in Pisces as well. And this is just, when the moon's in Pisces, it's kind of the opposite of what I was saying early in the week with fire and air signs feeling very supercharged. Um, These days may not feel quite as comfortable if you're mainly a fire or air person because you're feeling like, hey, you know, I can't quite see my way through to shore. But people who work more on intuition and emotional connection and what they sense, these are days when they're really in a groove. It's also really great for anything creative, uh, meditation work, therapeutic work. Uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, really, really good days for that. <clears throat> the high opportunity time that occurs on Thursday uh, happens uh, just around two o'clock in the afternoon, and it it moves through until the moon is void, of course, at 4.58 p.m. So this is the point in time, if you haven't done it before, to um, have those therapeutic um, sessions or make those 
conversations that need to be said. It's it can be a very deep day for when people feel they're disconnected or not making the headway they need to in a relationship to come to clarity about what's most important. So the moon enters Aries at 8.17 p.m. So those few hours, 4.58 p.m. to 8.17, those are good for recharging, refreshing. Once the moon gets into Aries, it's it can be challenging for some of us to sort of slow down because Aries wants to move. It It's fiery. It initiates. Depending on where Aries is in your horoscope, you may suddenly feel like, oh, I want to get up and do this or this has to happen. And it's especially if you're Eastern time zone and you tend to have a, 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 you're not a late night person, you're going to want to cool down in the evening and move off electronics so you don't kind of get super jazzed that night. And we're heading towards that full moon that happens on Friday the 28th. It's exact at 5.58 a.m. in the morning. So Thursday evening, again, Eastern time zone can be a beautiful full moon night. But the full moon is actually exact uh, around dawn. And what happens when we're at a full moon is we're at an integrate integration point. And so what happens when the full moon's in Aries, of course, is it's being lit by the Libra sun. And what's happening is that the expression of the individual, Aries moon, is being lit by the sense of how do I relate to the other? How does the other see me? And how do I see the other? And so depending on how strong an Aries personality is, always that reaching to the other, communicating, relating is a, it's not that someone with a lot of Aries doesn't care about what's going on with the other necessarily. It's just that there can be a lot of assumptions that happen because fiery people tend to move quickly. Okay, I told you this, or this is what I'm doing, so of course you know that. And when we have this particular full moon, it's reminding us that the full expression of the self is augmented by how effectively we relate to the other. And it depends what's going on for each of us in our personal lives, what that means. But that this is an opportunity period to be seen for who you are and who you feel you must be. And what is your personal sense of this is who I am and where I want to go by someone who totally gets that and understands that. And it's also up to the person who is stating that, expressing that to make sure that they're heard 
about that sense. And this can be personal, it can be an internal dialogue, self-expression, just a real acknowledgement of who it is I am and what I want to express and how I want to be in relationship, or it may very well be about a specific relationship or relationships. And it can also come out at us because there's on this particular full moon, there's a Venus Uranus picture in the sky that can, for some of us, we may suddenly be attracted to something we're not usually attracted to, or we get pulled out of our comfort zone by something that is kind of demanding our attention. And again, we decide how important that is or why that's calling to us. But that can be a component of what's going on with this particular full moon. The moon goes void, of course, on Saturday the 30th at 5.50 p.m. So this weekend is, it's like, I want to do certain things. I want to express myself in certain ways. I want to be heard and seen by the people I am relating to, or I decide that it doesn't matter to me that those people hear what I need to say. I need to express what I need to express. And we can do that privately within ourselves, as I said, or actually express it to the other. And for some of us, it's important to express that because it's about self-empowerment. Once the moon goes void, of course, at 5.50 p.m. on Saturday the 30th, it's void until 9.18 p.m. Void in Aries. You want to expend energy, get move your chi in ways that your body is comfortable and used to. Uh, it's kind of like anything that's feeling a little too much. You just want to move through it so that when the moon enters Taurus at 9.18 p.m., you can really settle in to the recharging, self-healing, all those things that happen when the moon's in Taurus. We want to rest. We want to take our time. We want to savor. And this is especially rich at this time. We want to be sort of supported by the people who truly support us, take responsibility for the things we really care and commit about. And this holds into Sunday, uh, October 1st, as we're planning where we're going and what it is we want to move into this is these these days um sunday the first into the next day these are very strong days for manifesting and now i turn it over to susie thank you so much pam sounds like another one of those weeks for us so let's jump into our meditation as always, I invite you to sit up with a nice straight back and find yourself in a nice, quiet, peaceful place. No matter where you are, you can do it. 
It's always just tuning in, tuning up. And let's bring our attention now to the solar plexus, the third chakra, which is also on the place in your body where your ribs come together there in the middle, a little bit below the nipple line. Medically, it's called the xiphoid process. And just behind that point is your stomach. So just bring your attention now to that solar plexus. And I like to imagine a tube of white light, which is the inner central core. And that is centrally placed through your body, going from the the perineum, from the base of your spine, all the way up through to the top of your head, through to the crown chakra. And then at that point in the middle there, where your stomach is, is the solar plexus. The solar plexus is very much to do with your power, your power as an individual, your personality, your ego, your motivation, your character. Just think of all of the good things that are really special and make you, you. And maybe we're a little bit shy or a little bit timid, then we might want to strengthen that area. Or maybe we're a bit too full of ourselves, so we might want to take it back a little bit. But just find that place within your own solar plexus where you can really engage and identify with yourself. Who is this self and of course our self is made up of many 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 components it depends on perhaps a lot to do with where we're born our family how we've been nurtured all the experiences we've had and it's up to us to make that personality what we want and to really become very aware perhaps of parts of our personality that we might attribute to this happening or that happening or I'm like this because of this or I'm like that because of that. So just perhaps while we're in this space, see if you can really gain command over who you are, what you are. And as you come into that space, let's put some of our beautiful visualization into process. So visualize in this place, take a nice deep breath and visualize in this place a beautiful ball of bright yellow light. Yellow is the color of the solar plexus. And as you're visualizing the yellow light, just keep emphasizing that it's your choice. 
It's your choice to be who you are. It's your choice to be in command of who you are. And it is especially your choice to express yourself. Try and peel back the layers of social conditioning or any type of other conditioning. Feel the courage, the bravery, the excitement coming to the surface when you can just be who you are. Just yourself. Yourself without all of the stuff. And stuff might mean for you pretensions, it might mean clothes, it might mean gadgets, it might mean your job. But when we peel it all back, what is that personality? Who is that being? And really emphasise now for yourself all the good bits the good bits about you, and then visualise all of these now, like that beautiful tube of white light, all of these now are coming up, up into the throat chakra and up to be expressed out through your mouth. And as we know, most of us get our ideas across most of the time, unless we're great artists, most of the time we get we get our ideas across by talking. Talking is a very important part of us human beings, of our expression. So as you feel that channel between the solar plexus going through the heart chakra, which is that beautiful ball of green light and then up to the throat which is blue light just visualize clarity transparency bravery and courage as you are able to speak your truth coming from your self coming from your self, all of that energy, all of that excitement, all of the things that make you, you, coming up and coming out with the words that you speak, with the expressions And it's coming out of you with ease, with dignity. There are no harsh words. There are no judgments. It's all good stuff. All the good stuff that can come up and out of you. And as you are energizing this self and literally purifying your channels of self-expression, you recognize that you actually have some very important and helpful 
and supportive things to offer this world. When you get past all of the trauma and the pain and all of that stuff from the past, we are able to speak ourselves now into the future, bringing ourself forward without ego. We can bring ourselves forward generously and gently. As you feel that coming up, feel the energy moving through the throat chakra. Feel your mouth becoming energized, fresh, revitalized, a new way of being here, a new way of expressing yourself. Always finding words that are supportive of yourself and supportive of all of those around you. Always finding a kinder, more gentle way of expressing yourself with compassion, with loving kindness. And gently we open our eyes. We're here. Happy to be here. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank you, everyone, for joining us and love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.